There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. E2, Collinsville, St. Louis. Now, back to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. When black Ox and white turns into blurry, uh, everything Cassie feels tipsy turvy. Fumbles have my rep at war. They're the troops that stand before me. I fall down, but I don't ever worry. Look and reach. We have four and a half minute break, and I seem to be the only one in the studio right now. You can see Learn's cut out. You can see two empty chairs. Jackson, you in there? What's up? Well, here we are. Here comes Doug. Doug, dude, come on. You're the one guy I trust. We've been on air for like 45 seconds, and I'm the only one. Yeah. Doug, it's our friend Cassie Moore bringing us back. She's very good, this gal. Yeah. Maybe Cassie, we, could, we, could, we should friends. try to get her to like a, a dotum or something. <laughs> my real well, friends. she might come up. KG She's got a lot of followers from this show, hasn't she? Well, KG and O-Town, an employee here, has a great rapport with her as well. He does appear to be a full-timer. And obviously, Wellington has a great mm-hmm. rapport with her. Maybe not great. We shouldn't say great, but a rapport Nurse. with her. Hey, what up, yeah. dog? Hey, is the show on? Yeah. Yeah, I had to bring it back by myself. It was rough. What up, dog? <laughs> oh, really? Was that like Jackson on Balloon Party? Yeah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> We're back. It snuck up on me, too. I was trying to put my uh, my muff or my... I was here. Yeah, my donut tin and my lunch pail, and all of a sudden, boom. Do you have an actual uh, lunch pail? Just... That's awesome. That's, Doug, that's like New York City building a skyscraper in the early 20th century. We need to get him one of those, just so he really does have a legitimate <laughs> metal lunch With pail. Like the, it's got like the yeah. Cadillac of lunch boxes right now, yeah. insulated and all that. Oh, it's insulated. Uh, it's the appliances counters, 8 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Elf, and Vaughn, the Plowhawk, Action Jackson with you. Uh, Iggy is uh, at a board meeting in Minneapolis right now, uh, handling corporate financials for uh, Hubbard Radio. So that's what he has to do uh, temporarily. Linda the Beehole says, the best part of Iggy's smoke break, it gives the rest of the show a chance to talk. That's got to be nice. Yeah. Thanks. That's Linda the Beehole. You remember Linda? She was oh. on TikTok. I, uh, I had to venture... Around Doug, I'm in a cocktail lounge because I'm always having booze. Uh, that's where I'm doing the show here at uh, PGA National, a cocktail lounge. And so I had to circle around. You've been in the lobby at PGA National. Yeah, is that where you, you are? That, that big that bar, bar right there in the middle of the of the front lobby? Uh, the, that is right behind uh, the walls here. I'm in the restaurant, that steakhouse. This is called the Butcher's Club. Oh. And then I had to exit and go around and then use the little wizard's room. 
and then I returned, and that uh, was why I was a, a mite bit late. Oh. Jackson, uh, crisis alert, and I mean red alert. The outlets in which I plug uh, the various laptops that I use uh, are not working today, and uh, I have contacted uh, my person here, and ideally they will be fixed, but uh, I might have to relocate or see what we got going on here. Just in case you're planning on doing balloon party Han Solo today, I know you had some questions for Chris Kerber. Uh, Doug, we're going to preview the Blues and Coyotes tonight. Okay, that's Are a big game. Are they still playing? Can they just come <laughs> on? They, they, have, not, they have not forfeited yet. Golly, just the Coyotes were live to forfeit for a time themselves. Yeah, they get what three, four thousand at those games down there at that nice. minor league rink they're playing in now. Yeah. I, I wonder how long that franchise can last down there. Well, they're building a new venue yeah. in uh, Tempe. Oh, so. Yes. Good luck I to believe, them. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, good luck to the Coyotes. We're yeah. all pulling for them. You well, can get involved in the show, 314-881-TMA5. Call in, 636-900-4TMA. And, uh, of course, you can email in for our design air, heating and cooling. Email today, the morning after, at insidestl.com. Uh, design air, sponsor of our email of the day. And uh, here we go. We got a cold front in the St. Louis metropolitan area coming through, and it's going to be around for a mite bit. So if you are running into furnace issues, make sure that you work with Design Air Heating and Cooling, designairservice.com, and you're working with the great Seth Goldcamp and his staff. And they will take wonderful care of you, just like they've taken great care of me and of Doug. We are clients, and they are the official HVAC provider. The Ryan Kelly Morning After, and of the Tim McKernan Show podcast online at designairservice.com. That is Seth Goldcamp and his incredible staff. If you run into any furnace issues during this cold front, Design Air, heating and cooling online at designairservice.com. Uh, I don't understand. Do you see this text from Hunchback of On Castle, uh, Jackson? Well, I don't. Uh, the one about me peeing in my diaper? Oh. Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> it. Gosh, not that stuff again. Uh, I think it was in reference to you having some outlet issues. Ah, I saw he sent in a screenshot of the story, NFL media bracing for major cost cuts with the open eye emoji, and then Jackson just peed his yellow diaper, and I'm like, how does that tie into Jackson? That would not make me pee my diaper if the NFL's cutting costs. NFL cut, media bracing them. for major cost cuts. I don't know. I don't know what that story is. I'm not familiar with it. To be honest with you, I don't know either. Okay, uh, we will be having a mandatory upper management meeting at the show's commencement. I'm tired of it. Where is Wet Pink? That's from the management oh. DBA. My dreams are bisexual. Viking cheerleader. You can't have a mother if you're not married. HD two no. equals no aux. Doug management. You know I did uh, load. 28 new best ofs the last few days. Wow! And one of them was the Viking cheerleader. Obviously, I already, <laughs> I already oh. told you about the pocket aces and then Jay in studio the next day to relive that glorious story. The Viking cheerleader I forgot about that one. is in there. Well, Doug, that's why she has I'm to relive best. it. Yeah. Okay. What is it? It's not a great story. I mean, I slept with one. Well, it was Buck Swope when he it? figured out the inaugural season of Minnesota. And well, it was way off base. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless if it was true or not, funny segment. So that's in the best of. Well, we were both drinking, so. Uh, somebody, I don't know who this is. They don't have their name uh, in the engineer design facilities text inbox. 
has been tracking words spoken on TMA, Doug, uh, March 1st and March 2nd shows. Show airtime, five hours and 30 minutes. Uh, minus songs, emails, live reads, Rutherford interview, and eight minutes and 30 seconds that the show was on, but Iggy was not in the studio. Uh, the total airtime spoken uh, then is four hours and 20 minutes, which equals 260 minutes. Would you like to guess what the breakdown is percentage-wise of the five members of the dais, hmm. the percentages of time talking? Okay, I'd say you talk 50% of the time, and Iggy talks 25% of the time, Plowsy 10, me 10, 25, 35, 45, and Jackson 5. You don't think these are going to be correct because I'm going to be way ahead, according to this guy, so. That's, that's oh, have you guess. seen it already, Iggy? No, but I just know why the what the what it's about. Why else would you bring it up unless it has something to do with me? <laughs> That's just my guess. Wow. Tim fifty, U twenty five, Plowsy and me ten, Jackson five. All right, he'll come up with something. Me in the sixties. I don't know if this is. I don't know if the Jackson. Have we verified this uh, data? <laughs> Who would I've not verified? No, we that. do the sh we do the show. We don't listen that much. four and a half hours of something I already listened to. I'll do a lot for uh, the show. I, I that think, I won't. I think you got to factor in, Doug. He's taking out the live read, so that reduces me substantially. According to uh, this person, I don't see they do have a text history, um, but I don't, there isn't a name stored. Uh, Jackson, nine percent. Oh. That's twenty-three minutes and twenty-eight seconds. Okay. Plowhawk, twelve percent, thirty-one minutes and forty seconds. Nice, Doug. You're right there. Yeah, that was pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, Doug, 58 minutes and 5 seconds. That's 22%. Oh. Me, 69 minutes and 32 seconds. That's 26%. And Iggy, 77 minutes and 22 seconds. That's 30%. That is the breakdown from this listener. Oh, well, from I'm a wrong. whole period of time? I'm wrong then. March uh, 1st. From, of, of the 4 hours and 20 minutes. I don't, I don't know that that's true. I don't talk near as much as you do. And you, this has just got us thirty to twenty-two percent. I don't. I don't talk near as much as you do. I don't and think. I don't, I don't think I talk as much as Tim. But this is taking out live reads, emails. Yeah, but still, Tim hosts the show, so he's got to throw a things out there Kathy. and read, read dear Deidre's <laughs> and things like stories, that. Stories March first and second that led to this. And what would force you to oh, sit there and listen to that and write down the percentage? On a, you got to have some kind of a stopwatch. <laughs> well, I agree. All right, you stop. All right, let me just say it was eight minutes. All right, Tim, uh, two seconds. Uh, I mean, my God. Yeah, come on, man. Stop timing us. I'm looking at the March 1st and 2nd shows. Yeah, what do what, what we talk about? Uh, I'm sure it was hot stuff. Uh, so the March 1st uh, was we had a JR interview. Uh, that was the day that we played that Michael B. Jordan audio that was so fire. Um, I don't know why it's not loading. All right, uh, then we had the first segment's called When the Collagen Hits the Star. Oh! <laughs> That's a good title, Jackson. Um, talk about salad toss. Uh, oh, that was when you gave the Jimmy Fallon take eggs. Um, then we did a DFS showdown, presented by Mungan Ass. Someone called you Pawpaw McAngry. Um, <laughs> And then March 2nd show was 
that was again the uh, uh, social media memories. No, that was the wrong day. Sorry, I don't know why this is taking so long. Well, the problem is, is that first of all, it was just him taking a shot that I talk too much, and two, um, you know, a lot of the times I talk, I'm, I'm responding to texts that come in that are usually lies, so I have to respond to them. Um, and then the March 2nd show, we were talking about Merkin, so that was clearly <laughs> certainly an icky topic, and I guess also your the golf rival game. But then we, in the second segment, we got into the RSN and baseball business stuff, like the RSN situation. So that would have been a more spread out conversation, probably. And that looks like a short second yeah. three. Well, just curious. What was your point of that text? I'm just curious. Uh, whoever texted say? that in, we do not have a name. Uh, you, can, you ought to call in and, and, and yeah. maybe elaborate on the data. I mean, it's these, these are the saber metrics of radio. Mm. I feel like the analytics are taking over HD2 radio. Yeah. I keep remembering forgetting to bring in that Bill James bobblehead for you, too, Plowsy. I put it out on my counter for you, and I forget every day. Separate topic now? No, Tim brought up analytics, and Bill James the one who started all that oh. stuff, and Plowsy hates it, so oh, I was going to bring yeah. him in the bobblehead. Well, that's why baseball is ruined. Because of analytics? Yeah. But I'll tell you this. Uh, Klaibs called me last night, and uh, we were BSing. You know, he's, he's down here calling the games. And I don't know if anybody's had a chance to watch any Cardinal games yet, like a full game. But he goes, first off, he said Flaherty looked great, and he has a great uh, rapport with Contreras. Contreras has gone out of his way to work with him on the backfield. Steven Matz was really good yesterday. They both pitched against the Astros. The Astros certainly didn't bring their A players uh, up 15 minutes from Palm Beach Gardens to Jupiter. But either way, they threw effectively. But... Uh, he was saying that even when they had an inning where there were six walks, the game still only took two hours and 18 minutes. He said the games are flying in comparison, and it is a much better product. Has anybody watched an entire game? Be a little weird if you sat, not watched, sat the and watched the entire thing, but I've watched uh, an hour at a time or so. Are you notice? Are you noticing it, Doug? Yeah, I love the pace. I really like yeah, it. Yeah, that's awesome that it's working, man. If it's I, the only change that I would make is that. With two outs in the ninth, there's no more shot clock, no more time clock. Because I, yeah. I, I don't think you can have a stadium full of people go home with the bases loaded and two outs in the ninth and the tying run at third. Oh, you took you took 15, you took 16 seconds to pitch. Game over. I I don't think you can possibly have a game in like that and have people not furious. If they just made that one tweak, I'd be great with it. There was already one spring training game that ended that way. Yep. The guy took too long, and they, he was called out on strike or something, or they or forced in a run or something that, that the umpire called. I, well, that would be an easy change to like make, that. and I wouldn't manage, imagine too many people would complain about it if the, if the percentage of the time has gone down this substantially. I mean, these are major changes. And the thing, and, and it'd be one thing if you were talking about a two-to-one game, but when you have an inning with six walks and the game still goes two hours and 18 minutes. That may be that too short. Good. That's almost too short. They're going to be <laughs> careful. People are going to, you know, the people that arrive at uh, 7.20 don't want to get there in the third or fourth inning already. and You know, you, you still want to, to make a night out of it. Hockey games are about the right length, about two hours and 40 minutes or so. They feel just about right. 2.40, 2.45. say if you're going to give up a whole hour of selling concessions and merchandise, that'll, that'll hit the teams in the pocketbook. Yeah, I was wondering about that part. And I suppose the metric would be if attendance increases... Then not only do you have that 
on your line item for revenue, but then there is a domino effect where that can compound into concessions. But yeah, if you only have people in the building for two hours and 15 minutes to two hours and 30 minutes, then logic would dictate concessions would decrease. But again, if more people are going to the games, then you increase the attendance line. And then ideally, then that impacts the concessions because you have more volume in a shorter amount of time. There weren't too many games getting over in 2.30. There were more like three hours. Yeah, man. Yeah, you're right. Do they still uh, stop selling beer in the seventh inning? I'm not At sure. Games. I'm bow not tie sure. bar, they don't stop. I don't think. Because they. Can. What's that, Plowick? I don't think the bow tie bar stops serving. No, they sell like an hour after the game. But yeah, yeah most uh, all the concession old. stands usually after the seventh inning stretch they stop selling beer. Man, yeah. I, I suppose if the games are too short, you just say, okay, we'll, we'll go up to the ninth inning. We'll keep selling beer. But or you might say, if the games are too short, instead of 15 seconds to pitch, you got 20. I don't, I don't think, think there's ever a scenario where a baseball game could be too short. Well, if you feel that way, then you're, you're just not a fan. No, don't I... Don't go. There's still a lot of dead time. you got the seventh inning stretch still, Doug. I mean, like, they're, let's not act like we're shoving them up there for five seconds at a time. I mean, there's a lot of downtime in baseball still, yeah. even with the rule changes. Well, in the seventh inning stretch, is just something they came up with. I mean, it doesn't take any more out of the game. You just They do that during a commercial break. Spring training games, they generally don't make pitching changes during an inning, middle of the inning. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's that, true. That's, that's a good five point. minutes every time you do that, that. That's that's a good point. That's a very valid point. Uh, Larry Nickel uh, has been breaking down uh, listener uh, and uh, host volume of talking data, and he would like to uh, tell us about his pie chart here. Uh, Larry, good morning. Good morning, guys. What's up? Hello, Nixie. How you doing, Doug? I'm fine. How are you these days? I'm doing great. Great. Good to hear. Nice. Real nice. Uh, what a show it was last night, Doug. You were texting me. You couldn't believe the things that was going that were going on in that uh, production. Well, I could believe it because it's all written out beforehand what's going to happen. It's all very uh, carefully Doug, planned and orchestrated Doug, and choreographed. Doug, yes. Doug, Doug. <laughs> yes. Know your role and shut your mouth, Doug. <laughs> okay. Well, what happened then on the presentation that caught you by surprise? Uh... The two matches that involved the bloodline, which was the, the understood champion, Roman Reigns, the Usos, and Solo Sokoa. Well, last night, Kevin Owens faced off against Solo Sokoa and won by disqualification because Jimmy Uso interfered. And then Sami Zayn went up against Jimmy Uso, who interfered in, in the first match. And Sammy's day one. And then Jay Uso come out during the match. He thought he was going to be on Sammy Zane's side. And out of the blue, Jay Uso super kicked Sammy Zane and said, You think I'm going to choose you? No. Then he threw Sammy back in the ring. Jimmy and Jay Uso, along with Solo Sakura, beat up Sammy Zane. Mm. You like watching people get beat up? Yeah. (laughs) You do. Everybody everybody thought, yours truly, that there were cracks in the bloodline. But Jay Uso put all that to rest. And the bloodline is still one unit. Hmm. You know, I don't know any of these Doug, no crack in the uh, bloodline. 
I don't know any of these names you're talking about anymore. Did, did all the big name guys go on to become movie stars or something? John Cena and The Rock and all these guys that used to be so well known? Oh, speaking about John Cena, thanks for mentioning that, Doug. Oh. Last night they were in Boston, and John Cena was born in a suburb of Boston. Was he? And he showed up last night and he challenged the current main defending United States champion, Austin Theory, to a match at WrestleMania hmm. in Los Angeles. Really? There's your answer, Doug. Oh, is that going to be at uh, Cronkies Building, uh, Larry? Yeah, SoFi Stadium. SoFi Stadium? There's your yeah. answer, Doug. These right. big names only show up at WrestleMania. I guess. I guess so. So, the Rock is still doing movies or whatever, because he just did a remake of a cartoon character called Black Adam. Is um Now that lead is back, is her good friend Trish Stratus coming <laughs> Not back? Not a lot of response. Well, <laughs> but you should mention that, Iggy, because Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky Lynch challenge Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Eo Sky to a six-woman tag match at WrestleMania. Mm. There you go. Answer my own question. Big stars coming back for WrestleMania. Yeah. I was always a huge Trish Stratus fan. You did? Okay. Well, she's still she's still <laughs> as fabulous looking. Yeah. There's a video out there, Larry, of her... Um, doing a wet t-shirt, a white t-shirt, getting sprayed with water for about 10 Heaven minutes. Sakes. It's lovely. Yeah, I'll look it up on YouTube. Okay. okay. <laughs> all right, well, is that all we need to know about what happened last evening at the presentation? Yeah. Okay. I may have uh, do you have the top five countries in the, uh, in the world available? <laughs> yes, I do, too. Thanks for asking. No problem. Number five, Italy. Huh. Number four, England. Number Western three, Europe. Brazil. Mm. Number three, Brazil. Number two, Canada. Number one, United States of America. Mm. Wow. Well, there it is. What a wonderful way to start a Tuesday morning with the United <laughs> States ranked number one in the world. That is fun. That is fun to see. Yes, it is, Tim. Larry, God bless you, and uh, God bless these United States of America. Yeah, God bless America. All right, Larry. There Thank you, Nick. Can eight. you imagine, Doug, you're driving through St. Louis, and you're like, you know, I want to see what's on HD2 this morning, and yeah. you hear that. And that was it. <laughs> that was it. <clears throat> you know, you brought up Cronky's building. My son went to college with a kid who uh, became an accountant and got a job with Cronky's organization in Denver and has kind of moved his way up the ladder in the uh, accounting, the uh, financial part of the business. He just got sent to... Texas, somewhere outside Dallas, because Cronky has discovered a major oil well in one of his properties. So Cronky oh, no. has struck oil, and he'll be making a few more billion dollars <laughs> that way. If that unbelievable, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's supposed to be a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. How's that sit with you? Texas tea. Yep. Oh, you like that mm-hmm. Texas, tea. Texas tea? It doesn't feel like, like we gold. slayed a dragon. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> he seems to still keeping his head above water. I don't think he's uttered the word St. Louis or even thought of us since he left. Mm-mm. So I don't know if we won. No. At least it does. Well, we won on Saturday night, and Roman Berkey was asked how City Park atmosphere compares to uh, Doug. Do you say Signal Iduna Park? Well, I, I've never really used the word. Jackson, is that the proper pronunciation? Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Pronounce it's it the home of Borussia Dortmund. 
So who asked him this question? Uh, I don't know the reporter's name. I apologize. Because the reporter, it, it sounds like, based on the description of this audio, it sounds like the reporter might have been held accountable. I don't oh. know. Uh, to an extent. All right, let's take a listen. From your experience at Signal Duna Park with the Yellow Wall, how would you compare the atmosphere at City Park today to that? <laughs> you cannot compare that. Sorry. Uh, it's it's an amazing uh, stadium here. Uh, the the atmosphere is amazing. The whole the whole stadium, not just one part of the stadium, is completely um, was completely electric. Uh, and the, I was surprised about that, but it, it feels it feels really good. I mean, come on. We can't possibly start comparing Real Madrid and Dortmund and the atmosphere at Manchester City to this. We can't. We can't, we can't start like this. No. We can't. Aren't those teams playing in front of 100,000 fans? Yeah, so here, absolutely embarrassing ourselves. Here, here's some context. The yellow wall, which you referenced, which is like the southern grandstand of that stadium, has 25,000 seats. We're so... That's, the, that's more than the entire city park. So you really cannot compare the two. We're the NLS... Which is fine. We're but the, we're we've the got MLS. The <laughs> we're right above the Turkish league. The like, Turkish league. The Turkish in league. terms of talent, and we are. And that's again, that's fine. But stop. It, like uh, Jackson and I have. Uh, you get this, the audio from a gentleman by the name of Michael Paisley every morning, right, Jackson? Yes, sir. He does great work. Uh, Oh, you get that too, Plog? Well, I know where it is. I, I, I know where the files are, yeah. Okay, so he send, he's, he's overnights, and he sends all of the sports audio to all of the 101 hosts and producers. And this morning, we were sent a bunch of audio from the Dogs game on Saturday night. And there was a common theme in the audio of everyone who was interviewed, and that was... Tell us how great the fans were. Tell us how great. Yeah, the fans. I mean, we need recognition. We need I'm to just be like, told. it's like watching literally dogs discovering their red rocket and trying to get around on it. I mean, it is, uh, you know, let's self filate, let's self filate, let's self filate, let's oh. self filate. Who are these people working for that ask these questions? I mean, there can't be that many people covering it for outlets. It's but this is, I mean, this, this goes on when the Cardinals have opening. Yeah. Oh, the fans, the sea of red. It's, a, it's one of the things we enjoy doing is talking about. Mm-hmm. Being great sports yeah, fans. Yeah, but the Cardinals. Are, it, but it was an incredible atmosphere. Yeah, but the Cardinals are covered by a lot of people. I'm just curious how many people are actually covering the dogs. Oh, I bet all kinds of outlets were covering that on Saturday yeah. night. News and sports. Doug, as we say, it transcends sports. I think so. St. Louis does have great sports fans. We just like to keep reminding ourselves of that. I mean, Dortmund's <laughs> only played 1,500 professional matches. Mm-hmm. So it's obvious to compare the dogs that are in their second game of their <laughs> mm-hmm. first season to compare it to a a, a great EPL team. Like I now love let me hear that audio again because it sounds like he agreed when he was asked how it compared. Let me let me just, if I can just hear it one more time. All right, all right. From your experience at Signal Duna Park with the yellow wall, how would you compare the atmosphere at City Park today to that? You cannot compare that. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> you, 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 I asked a question. You, you hear the sigh and the laugh. I'm going to try to. I think they're. You, can. you listen to that. Say, oh my gosh. The reporter just wanted to say that word. I think say and the I, name of the stadium. The atmosphere. Like was, is that what it was? I sound like he was. The atmosphere is electric. But what our fans do is it can't just be electric. It has to be the most electric <laughs> that you've ever seen in mm-hmm. your life. Maybe that's ask, how I'll go to a game. I'll get a credential I, I, and I'll go ask questions. The guy's saying... You shake things up. Shake yeah. your, How do you pronounce your name? <laughs> shake the Charlotte fans' hands and buy them a beer. That, hmm. This is why I hate it. <laughs> I, I love... Oh, like, no, now we're back on that. You know, I love the atmosphere, and I thought... I watched every second of the game, 
But if this is how we're going to react after every game, tell us how amazing we are. Like, the, the I'd self, still prefer that. I'd the still self prefer... gratitude is kind of uh, just comical. W- wouldn't you prefer people saying, no. find the Charlotte fans and shake their hands into Philadelphia, where they would say, find the Charlotte fans and dump a beer over their head or Agree, take but a I, punch at them? And... I, I think you let humans be humans and not tell them what to do with other human interactions. Well, I, I find it best, really weird that. fans in soccer. Yeah, we're going to get there. And it, I already hate it. I already feel it. I, <laughs> no! I feel like. You know they're gonna they're gonna be an article that's gonna come out with the top fan bases in the MLS. St. Louis will be third, and they'll be pissed as hell. Like it's just gonna happen. What the hell do you mean we only draw eight thousand less fans than the Timbers or the Sounders? We're just as loud as Dortmund. Mm-hmm. Like just, <laughs> yellow wall. Just, we got a pink wall. Just please stop and just enjoy what it is. We're a hair above the Turkish league. Oh, we got some second, third-rate player. But it's fine. There's a ton of players in the world. Not everyone can play in the EPL. But let's not compare a crowd of 22,000 to a sea of yellow that has 25,000 with a team that's played 12, 1,300 professional games in Europe. Let's take a damn backseat. Let's just enjoy the moment without having to compare what fan base is better. Do you think STL St. Louis should adopt as their marketing slogan? Come see City. We're just a hair above the Turkish league. <laughs> I mean, if you they want to be honest with the fans, yeah. But again, well, I was super entertained on Saturday. Watched every second of it. We'll watch every game. Uh, and that's just that's what it is. Maybe they're, they're a hair below Dorkman. Mm. Oh, they're Dorkman. They're a, they're a couple hairs below them. And I mean a wispy six-inch nipple hair between Dortmund oh. and us mm. right now. Well, one of the hey, reasons- Roman, look at us. We're good, too, right? Those yeah. T-Rabs are great, right? Tell us we're pretty, Roman. We're as pretty as those European cities, right? Doug, that comes from KG, and he's in O-Town at you the moment. You can smell oh, the yeah. desperation after the NFL left. We got the Battle Hawks, we got MLS, and we are just wanting the national media to understand we are the best. We deserve everything. And that's fine, but this is a little much. I did well, see a post yesterday where they... Mentioned the Cardinals, the Blues, uh, and now we have the MSL, and we sold out a stadium. Who says we're not a sports town? Oh, God Almighty! No one's ever said we're not a sport. Has anybody said, "Man, I went to St. Louis, and there's no fans there"? I mean, baseball town. That's all. It's kind of known as a baseball town. That's all we have. I mean, we have the Blue, but like, yes. Well, baseball's a sport, so obviously you're a sports town. Well, one thing about our sports teams is you can go to the games. And feel safe. You don't feel like you're going to take a beer bottle at the back of the head or 100%. something. One hundred percent. We have great fans. The, the Blues games weren't always like that. They used to be kind of a rough crowd at the arena. There'd be fights every night in the concourses. But that's that's not a thing anymore. Cardinal games, you can go and and feel safe and secure. It's kind of a wholesome atmosphere. Soccer looked like the same way. That's that's got a lot to do with the success of it. I don't want it to go to our heads. It's like my only thing I worry about. And I think that that audio clip you just heard maybe the start of that. Mm. Hopefully these players nip it in the bud. Are you saying we're not the best fans in soccer? I have no idea, Doug. I'm so new to this. I I don't know. We could be. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how you rank it. I don't know how you rate it. Maybe Lenardi can do that for us. Volume levels. (laughs) Uh, I think Ryan Kelly is the best, Doug. That's what I've decided. Well, he's number one in Joe Lenardi's rankings or anyone else. The one thing he wants to get across, Ryan Kelly, is that you cannot allow yourself to get bogged down with credit card debt. You can't do that. If you want any kind of financial freedom, financial success, you can't keep paying a credit card company 19% 
on your credit card debt. You've got to get rid of that first and foremost, and Ryan Kelly can help you do that if you're a homeowner. He says 35% of households are taking on new credit to cover just basic expenses. A lot of people still paying off their holiday bills from months ago. If you're a homeowner, do not live this way. You don't have to. If you've got equity sitting right there in your home with a simple cash-out refi, you can pull out that equity, and the home loan expert will give you your cash at closing and pay off those ridiculously high credit card rates, roll it into your mortgage at a far lower percentage point. Start fresh on the path to financial freedom today at thehomeloanexpert.com. Whether you're looking to buy a new home, where Ryan Kelly, of course, can help you with a mortgage there, or get out from under credit card debt with a cash-out refi, he is your guy. I've been there twice with Ryan Kelly and gone through the process of refinancing. Very easy, very simple, very smart thing to do if you're carrying credit card debt. The website again, thehomeloanexpert.com. Thank you, Ryan Kelly. Thank you, Sir Mortgage. Longtime title sponsor of this mm-hmm. program, thehomeloanexpert.com. Check out Mentality today at lowtusa.com. Go to lowtusa.com. That is FDA approved testosterone treatment. I went to Mentality uh, in Chesterfield, and I was probably there oh, 20 minutes. Incredibly friendly staff. A lot of TMA listeners have gone out there, got tested. Super easy process, and uh, I would recommend our listeners do it as well. If you're dealing with low energy, low motivation, weight gain, muscle loss, you're tired all the time, feeling anxious, moody, those are symptoms of low testosterone. And Mentality is a local healthcare facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. Testosterone therapy helps men regain normal function and restore their ability to perform normally at all levels. Get yourself tested, and then, if you're interested, if the results show that you can get treatment, get yourself treated with Mentality at lowtusa.com. That is Mentality. Send your emails in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after, at insidestl.com. It comes your way in about an hour and 10 minutes. And you're also welcome to text into the program 314-881-TMA5, Engineer Design Facilities text inbox, and communicate with the program. Or you can use the TMA STL app, which you should download because you can watch everything, you can listen to everything, old segments, new segments, and sign up for our app contest, which include Kevin James tickets for September 27th at Stiefel and Guns N' Roses tickets for September 9th at Bush Stadium. It's all in the TMA. STL app, and you can send a message to the entire show or specific hosts. It's easy to do. It's on the TMA STL app, or you can continue to text in to the Engineer Design Facilities text inbox. If you have visibility to your company or place of businesses, commercial fire alarm panel and system, please email fire at edf-rg.com, and they'll have a technician come out and provide a free evaluation of your system and offer the most competitive contract pricing in the market. You can also check them out anytime at edf-rg.com, the official commercial fire alarm services and solutions provider of TMA. EDF is Missouri and Illinois preferred full service vendor for licensed and certified professional servicing, monitoring and testing for fire alarm services and systems, fire suppression systems, fire alarm system monitoring services, tenant improvements in construction, security access and monitoring services. EDF's fire division is now testing, inspecting and maintaining the fire system on all commercial kitchen and restaurant hoods. It's engineered, designed, facilities heretofore known as EDF, Engineered Designed Facilities. Uh, Jackson, you have sent this audio a few times, and that must mean you really like it. Doug, you know John Miller, broadcaster for the Giants? Oh, yeah, he's outstanding. Yeah, love John yeah, Miller. Well, he was, he was not happy with the Diamondbacks 
in uh, in a spring training game between the Giants and Arizona. Take a listen, yeah. if you would. I'm guessing, I have to guess, the D-backs decided, ah, the heck with the big leagues. <laughs> Let's just not be a big league team for the split squad. Here's the 1-1 pitch, and a fastball swung on a miss by Bryce Johnson. It's 1-2. They have sent no public relations people over here. No information about who the manager is or anything at all about him. So if they don't want to be a big league team, we'll just treat him like a sandlot team. (laughs) They give us no information about anything. So one of those guys on a red shirt managing and a right-hander, one of their right-handers on the mound. And there's a ball up and away. Three and two to count. I mean, there's certain things that go along with being a big league team. Like try to act like a big league team. Three and two the count to Bryce Johnson. Here's Sacconi. And the pitch is bounced to second over to his right. Backhanding it, Castillo. And he throws out Johnson at first. See, I even had names. Did a little homework on what little we have, which is nothing whatsoever from the, uh, the Bush League D-backs. We go to the third inning. The Giants won. Arizona nothing. <laughs> Could you put a team on blast with any more of a pleasant voice and demeanor than that? I think he has the best voice in baseball. Oh, that that voice is unbelievable. Put you to sleep. It's so smooth. He's exactly right, though. I mean, yeah. they had a know, split squad. I don't squad. care if you send your B-squad. I mean, most baseball teams have three PR people. You send one, give them the stats and who's who's on the roster today. Here's our here's here's the order of pitching we're going to go today. You own, yeah. you know all that. And they got nothing. Yeah. This no. was the game that Giants I don't blame him. He's trying to, to do a game, and he doesn't have any information on yeah. who the players are. So, yeah, yeah, hard to believe that'd have been an easy thing to just walk up to the broadcasters and say, "Here's our here's our roster." Just that would have been something. Well, they don't have to. I mean, I know they don't go out like they do in regular games, but there's usually a sheet that tells you. I mean, the Cardinals would. I think they post who the B B squad, the split squad is. Here's going. Here's going to Palm Beach. Here's who's going to Orlando. They usually post. They usually post that stuff on social media. Yeah. Or Derek Gould will, but well, he really ripped him in the most pleasant way possible. Yeah, yeah I love. I think <laughs> his voice is incredible, and I was also I saw a highlight of Mark McGuire hitting like a 530 foot home run in Seattle, and Dave Niehaus. God, was he good! The my oh my and the all that stuff. I really really enjoy old Dave Niehaus clips. Yeah, I like the old. Radio oh, you taking uh, questions? Or One not? or two quick ones. Uh, Warson Woods Wacko has a series of questions, and also uh, it sounds like he's endorsing the Plowhawk again. This Warson Woods Wacko super high in the Plowhawk. He All says, right. question, when do we get a soccer team, and why is their team named, quote, City, end quote? <laughs> Plowboys spewing truth is the greatest part of TMA. Drink sucks. Bow tie. Nasal talk. Uh-huh. DeWitt. DeWallet. Pink. A team color. Too many to list. Plowsy has a very lucrative future, just not in radio. That's from the Warson Woods Wacko. He is buying stock in you, Plowhawk. I appreciate it. Love the guy. Uh, that's really all I try to do on a daily basis is spit truth bombs. And my 12% of the time that I talk, I like to spit takes and also spit truth with those takes. So I appreciate Wacko for noticing. Yeah, he's I, buying stock. What does he mean, no future in radio? You're there now. I love it. I'm absolutely loving it. Future is now. Yeah, I absolutely Think love it. Think about this. that. I didn't understand on right TV. Now. There's a picture of, of the team, 
and it's, it's obviously they're pink. Oh, they're pink for sure. And it, and it says underneath Charlotte Blue, STL City Red. They don't want to admit it. I, it's I don't know what where it come from. If it come from the tippy top, if the players have an issue with calling it pink, it's pink. But when they got out there Saturday, they looked great. It looked good. I, 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 again, I will say, I love the mm-hmm. jerseys, especially compared to Charlotte. It's night and day. Like, we clearly had the best kits on the pitch. <laughs> uh, now you're getting it. Oh, I think that, 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 that really took a lot for me to do that. So, you're welcome. I like them. I think they're, they're, they're beautiful. But, I don't know, are you afraid to call them pink? Because you might upset some people. I don't know. Doug, why are you afraid to call them pink? Well, it's not a real macho color. Tell me what kind of red, and don't say electric red or city. That's not. It's pink. Like, show me a red that compares to that, and I'll show you a pink that compares to it way better. Would you like hot pink? No, I like Electric the color pink. as it is now, but just say, Hellcat you know, pink. How the about city Hellcat? is in pink. Dog pink. I don't know. That sounds oh. very... Well, I don't sound like I want to use that. That does not sound as uh, appealing as what sorry, it should. Sorry, fellas. Just, throwing, just brainstorming here. Here come the lips. Yeah, it's a brainstorming session. Mm-hmm. We get together and we brainstorm on this show. Well, whatever the color is... And we doubted it. At least I know I did. I thought it looked great on Saturday. I think it does. If they'd bring me one, I'd wear it. Yeah. It's distinctive. If someone's <laughs> wearing that color, you know what team you're talking about. And that's your contention with Missouri's uniforms. You have no idea right. which team right. Missouri is. Find a, find a color, find a look, and stick the hell with it. Joe Parisi, fan of the show. Get to it. What, the, what did that mean? <laughs> he's, got a, he's, he's got access to jerseys. What, is that, what does that mean, though? I want a jersey. I've said that forever. Oh, that's what this is. You I've want a saying that for three years. <laughs> a Mizzou or a... You want Mizzou? A, well, that's what we were talking about. Mizzou having weird colors. And, I think we were talking about pink jerseys. Well, that too. Oh, I don't think I'll ever get City on board. <laughs> so you want days. Joe Parisi to give you a St. Louis City jersey? I would wear it and promote the team, yeah. The team doesn't need a whole lot more a, promotion. If apparently. not, all summer I'll be wearing my Jamaica soccer jersey. That'll teach him. That'll probably drive the tailors right to bankruptcy. <laughs> if you don't wear that pink jersey. Well, he's been in here a couple times, dropping stuff off for other stations. I walked outside. Our station is playing on throughout the, the entire building. You want really? your free jersey, and you'd like yeah, it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah I guess they uh, put speakers What's in. What's going on there? I think they put speakers that, that, in. That the, can't uh, make people happy. It was on in the, in, the, in the big bathroom the other day, and I was like, oh, oh, oh my God. I was like, no, no, how do we change this? I hope there's no visitors oh, or other sponsors wow. in the building. But it's more of the bathroom now. I think they put speakers out in the lobby where people wait because you can hear radio shows oh, out there. No. I'm walking down the hall. I hear it in the hallway. Oh, no. But Talk I think sound story guests are going to turn oh. rear. <laughs> but right. I think it's uh, I think it's on like a timer because I've heard I've heard four stations already today. I've heard our, our show, The Riz Show, KC, and I've heard The Arch. So I've heard every, four different shows today as I'm walking through. So I think they're on a loop. And Learn is now a full-timer here next week. Did we discuss that on the air at all? I don't think she'll be in this week because I asked her, I'm going to be on The Riz Show Friday. The 17th is when she starts. Oh, no. Oh. Um, yeah, because I talked to her last night to see if she was in this week because uh, Riz is kind enough to let me... Um, oh, you're going to be on the show. Yeah, he's kind enough to let me Wait, come in Friday. someone was a full-timer. Wait, you? you're going to be on the Rizzuto show? I, I don't believe we're talking about this. Um, Friday, I am going to be on Riz because he's going to let me come in and promote our Megan Meyer Foundation. Um, Sweet action. Trivia night. Wait, really? Yeah. That's a big deal. Well, he was talking yesterday on the show as I was coming in. He was at a trivia night and was talking about how much fun they are. So I reached out to King Scott and I said, um, 
hey, I got a trivia night coming up for the Mega Meyer Foundation. I know Riz loves uh, trivia nights you guys are talking about today. If I give you the info, can he plug it? And I gave him the info. He said, Riz got back to me and he said, yeah, we'll talk about it. Why don't you come in and talk about it? So I'm going to go on Friday and I was talking to Learn yesterday and I said, are you filling in this week? Because I'm going to be on Friday, hoping Learn would be in Friday. Sure. Yeah, she don't think she's in this week, so. Not just because you're coming in. That's pretty cool. Well, she could have said, yeah, she could have said, uh, I'm not coming in and then called Riz and said, you know, I know I'm supposed to be on Friday, but take me out of there. <laughs> yeah. She wouldn't do that. No, I she hope not. No, she wouldn't. But, uh, yeah, Friday I'm going to come in about 6.30 and hang out with them for a little bit and just promote the... Um, promote the... Um, treat. I'll sit in the kitchen and listen. Trivia night. Maybe you'll get a jersey that way. Well, they got them. They got them and you didn't. Of course, they're a little bigger than our show, but... Yeah. <laughs> By what? Ratings? <laughs> well, well, we don't get ratings, but... Yeah. By they're the analytics. Product. Analytics only. Yeah. They have no idea yeah, exactly. the perks of HD, too. That's for sure. Uh, we're in the Michelob Ultra Studios. Michelob Ultra sponsored the Jay Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship uh, and the Dotem and our studios, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. Michelob Ultra, the sponsor of our studios and our golf tournaments here on TMA. An hour from now, we'll have the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today. Send your emails over for the design air heating and cooling email today the morning after at insidestl.com and compete against the great so far this month uh we've got kevin miller leading could he carry the month of barge hey barry has a win and pronouns are he him and whole okay uh, i don't like that he one. him and whole I like that uh one. has a nice win jackson this is a link you sent over that has to devastate you doug and i read okay Season three of Ted Lasso is set to start next week. And for all intents and purposes, it'll be the final season. While it's possible the show could continue or at the very least spin off into a different show, Jason Sudeikis seems to think this is it for the show. While talking to Deadline, Sudeikis said, quote, this is the end of this story that we wanted to tell, that we were hoping to tell, that we loved to tell. The fact that folks will want more and are curious beyond more than what they don't even know yet, that being season three, it's flattering. Maybe by May 31st, once all 12 episodes of the season have been released, they're like, man, you know what? We get it. We're fine. We don't need any more. We got it. But until that time comes, I will appreciate the curiosity beyond what we've come up with so far. So uh, per Jason Sudeikis, the expectation is the season three, which will be released next week, will be the end. Does that bother you, uh, Jackson? No, I've known about that. I mean, this is, was the original plan, was that it was a story in three parts. So it, I, I thought that with the massive success, Apple would be adamant that they continue or do something other than, you know, maybe they could branch off, do spinoffs and stuff. But I, I had always anticipated, and I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge advocate for show. I would much rather a show stop early and it's great than go too long and fall off what at a, the end. Give me a show example that fell off because it went too long. I'm Game, sure of of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. But that that was more because they lost source material. Uh, Dexter yeah, like is what people would deal. say. Uh, Sopranos. What, what did you say? Dexter is what a yes. lot of people would say. No, I think Dexter just, they didn't like the ending. I thought the last season was fabulous. Uh, Sopranos probably didn't need a two-part season six. It kind of got a little drier towards the end. Uh, and then on the flip side, shows like The Wire stopped after five seasons because they knew they had it. Like, I'd much rather a show stop or change <laughs> than just continue to 
roll on just for the sake of rolling on. Yeah. Entourage went way too long as well. Breaking Bad was perfect. <laughs> I literally, like, what they did with Breaking Bad is what I want to do with the show. Like, you felt it coming to an end that last season. And, like, I think Game of Thrones, I think I'm the opposite with you, Jackson, and I, I agree it was a terrible ending. I don't think they went long enough. I think they shoved five storylines in one half season there, or one full season broken up into two parts. I think that could have gone another two seasons if they would have, you know, wanted to and didn't have other ventures. Yeah. Because I, I felt that was rushed. Yeah, could have I, gone hear, more I hear of the Night King, from. you know, things like that. I think it could have gone more of a season. But I feel like if Game of Thrones ended at season seven, kind of wrapped it up that way, I would have been fine with it. Right, and it, it's all dependent on, on the show, but I think Game of Thrones benefited from the multiple storylines all in one time. That yeah. Was part of it. But like Succession, they announced season four is the last season. Per, like Final season. You have a great show. Like, quit while you're ahead. Like, you'd rather the audience be like, man, one more season would have been great than, oh, they went a season too long and it fell off. Like, in the terms of legacy, which now TV shows like prestige TV shows are coming more popular and more of a focus than movies, you have to think of it in a big, big picture like that. Now, viewers can change showrunners' minds sometimes. I'm just watching, uh, I'm watching, I think it's called Watch Watchers. You're it's, watching Watch Watchers? Oh, is that... Uh... <laughs> it's called Watchers on Netflix. It's got, uh, it's got my boy... Uh... Who's your boy? God, what is his name? Uh, no. Initials? You got initials? Uh, Bobby Carnival. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I dig that guy. Oh, why um, he? He's, he's right in the Irishman. He's just a, a great actor, and he's good looking. Um, but I started watching. I said, God, where did I, where was this show at? I think I'm on episode four, uh, but it's only one season. And I said, God, is, this, is there going to be a season two? And I went up and I said, the whole plan was to do one season. It was just seven part series. That was it. But the out pouring of people watching said there has to be a season two that Netflix reached out to the showrunners and said can you do a season two they said yeah we'll write something so there's one that the, the viewers actually talked them into doing a season two I would pay money every month if they would bring Mind Hunters back for a final season Mind Hunters that's the one they really screwed up with only doing two seasons and there's a huge outpouring for wanting to do a third well sometimes it's hard to keep the actors together they want to right. do other jobs, make a lot more money doing something else. I get it. I get it. Atlanta had that big time. They had a bunch of character, a bunch of the actors got way big after season two, and it was really hard to shoot three and four. For for my money, Sopranos didn't go too long. I was sorry to see it end. Uh, and I, I say Sopranos, I just like the last season was really long, and it, I love Sopranos. Like I think it's the best TV show ever. But I, I think that some people would say it kind of maybe dragged on just a little bit. The Office is another example, especially if you're talking comedies that went too long. After they lost their, you know, ace, they kept going. Like, probably didn't need that. So oh, I prefer Ted Lasso to stop Don't you early. diss Robert California. I love, I love James Bayer. I'm talking about, like, just in general. The oh, show, gotcha. The, the, the yeah. pace changed completely. But, like, with Ted Lasso, if it's done in three seasons, then it's a perfect three seasons, because right now they're on a perfect two seasons. If they go another perfect three for three, it's an all-timer. And sometimes it depends what network it's on. Uh, I'll give you two shows, uh, Rome and um, Deadwood, both on uh, HBO. HBO left, or um, Deadwood was done with three seasons, and they, they had signed up for five. And HBO said, it's costing us too much money to put this show on. But it was good, but ah, we're spending too much money, we got to drop it. And Rome, I mean, it basically ended after Caesar was killed. They could have won another four or five seasons on Rome. 
costing too much money to put together, even though they're two popular shows, they don't want to spend the money on it. So a lot of times shows just disappear because networks don't want to spend the money on it. Yeah, or because the producers and the directors have made a, a boatload of money and they go, all right, let's shut it down. I don't need to work anymore like I did. I don't need to work 15-hour days when we just made 10 or $15 million a piece. Well, let's if you make another 10 or $15 million on another season, I don't think it's the producers and directors saying, I don't want to do it anymore. It's usually the studios. But Well, if you're the producer of the show and you say that that's enough. But I don't think a producer's ever said that's enough. <clears throat> I don't know. In, Dead, in Deadwood's case, David Milch was shocked that they got rid of the series. He goes, well, I, I was ready for two more seasons. But if you compare it to this radio show, a lot of people are saying that this radio show should well, have stopped. We've gone way too long. Should have stopped 10 years ago. Yeah, we've gone but way we, too long. We keep doing it because Doug, we're, we not even, the, we're not even halfway done. We need the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guys, Hee Haw ran 23 seasons but should have stopped at 21. The final two seasons where Junior Samples gets into gangster rap soured me. That's mm. from Minute Bull Eligible. BR549. <laughs> that was the phone number of his used card. <sighs> I interviewed one of the girls on there. I forgot what her oh, name was. Of course. Who was the little Daisy Duke blonde on there? Uh, I don't know. Barbie Benton was on there, but she yeah. was dark-haired. I interviewed her. I can't remember what her name is. Straight to the web? Yeah, of course. Mandy That's somebody. where they all go. Minnie Pearl? No, not Minnie no, Pearl. Lulu Roman? No. I'm getting deep into the cast of Hee Haw. I didn't think I would do that. Guys, that was Mr. fun to listen to Iggy finally figure out how money works in showbiz. Shows cost <laughs> money to make money. Thanks. That's from the suck boy mm. of Soulard. Well, you missed the whole point. <laughs> the show was making money, but it was costing too much. They didn't want to put another season out when it was costing too much money to put on. They figured they'd put something else on. HBO does that. They like they prefer a shorter run TV show than a longer run. Uh, Mark Hanna knows about making money, and uh, that's why he's at Evergreen Wealth Strategies. 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com and work with the great Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Uh, the great communicator, you get on the phone with him and you are going to feel better about your situation, both financially and I feel like about life as well. You will enjoy your time talking to him, and he will put you on the right path for you. There is not one plan for everybody. Everybody's situation is different, and Mark loves. He truly does love talking to people and finding ways that he can help them. Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies, 314-889-0503, or go online at evergreenstl.com. That's Mark Hanna with Evergreen Wealth Strategies. We are in our appliance discounters, 8 o'clock hour. If you're in the market for an appliance, look no further than appliance discounters and their 80,000-square-foot warehouse full of G appliances and other major brands ready for delivery. Shop online at theappliancediscounters.com where pricing has been adjusted to beat all of the competition. It's the Appliance Discounter, sponsor of our 8 o'clock hour. Send your emails in for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today, the morning after at insidestl.com. The morning after at insidestl.com. And you can sign up to be TMA Listener of the Month by going to tmastl.com. Milagro to Tequila. Welcome to a brighter side of tequila with Milagro, sponsor of our TMA Listener of the Month. If you are looking for dogs, uh, hats, dogs, uh, sweatshirts, dogs, t-shirts, they are available at tmastlshop.com. And Jackson, do we have 10% off going on in the TMASTL shop? Oh, you better believe it, Tim. No promo nice. code needed. Just automatically add at checkout. I think I misspoke. We don't have hats, right? Uh, no, we don't have hats. We got t-shirts and hoodies. Hoodies, t right. Everything is 10% off right now at tmastlshop.com. Go shopping for all of your TMA merch, including your dog's merch, tmastlshop.com.
mysoundstory.com. And if you're interested in a sound story, go to mysoundstory.com and you can sign up. I am doing one today with a gentleman from Des Moines. Oh, really? Uh, he's going to be in Des Moines and I'm going to be uh, interviewing him, I think, on the phone. Is that right, Jackson? Yeah. Phone? Not even yeah, Zoom. Phoner. Phone. Yep. It's, it's my first sound story phoner. How about that? Huh. Uh, that's coming up today. Uh, you can book a sound story or get a gift certificate for a loved one's birthday, Mother's Day, Father's Day, mysoundstory.com. Book Doug, Bick Jackson, book myself, Randy Carricker, Riz, Moon, Courtney Landrum, Learn, John Hewlett, all available, mysoundstory.com. We close out the appliance discounters, 8 o'clock hour, 9 o'clock hour coming your way next. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Nicola Bolter Studios.